An entitled drunk jerk becomes physically aggressive and absolutely belligerent after he and his party don't get their meals for free, all because they had to wait a while for their food to come out. Things escalate from there, where this guy starts destroying things in the restaurant in a fit of drunken rage, eventually leading to the cops getting called and this entitled jerk getting arrested. And I've honestly never seen anything so crazy in my life. Here's what happened. So to start things off with a bit of a backstory, I work at a steakhouse in a busy downtown town area. It is the kind of place that hosts a lot of business parties and rehearsal dinners or even just large celebrations. We have fine wines and it's usually about $100 per person on average. We also have Wagyu steaks, so I think you get the idea. Now thankfully the table and the incident that happened wasn't mine, but I was there and working the night that this occurred, so I figured that this story deserves to be told. There was a large birthday party scheduled for one of our private rooms. Originally it was contracted for 15 people with a $1,500 minimum, but only 7 people showed up on time. And even though our policy requires half the party to be on time, we made an exception and even lowered the minimum to $1,300 when 2 people couldn't show up. So, around 45 minutes after their contracted start time, 13 people had arrived for the evening. A few showed up pre-drunk, since our restaurant is close to a lot of walk-in bars, but so far, nobody was belligerent. Well, or so we thought. From the beginning, the servers, management, even the support staff all knew that this party was going to be problematic. All separate drink bills, trying to order off the menu, and being generally drunk with an attitude. I mean, their contract only allowed a few pre-selected options, but they should have known, considering somebody had to sign the paperwork when planning this out. They were antagonistic with their servers and with each other. Eventually, they got settled and ordered their food, and things seemed to calm down for a little bit. Other than being a handful and all already drunk, they got through their salad course with no problem. The kitchen took about 40 minutes to complete their entrees, which is normal for a large party like this, but people were starting to get angry because they were so hungry. Someone tried to go into the kitchen themselves to figure out what was going on and nearly slipped and fell on the kitchen tiles before they were removed from the back. I think somebody else might have also puked in the bathroom, but that could have been another guest or just a rumor. But honestly, once the entrees came out, everything started to go downhill very quickly. These people couldn't remember what they ordered, they were upset that their steaks were the incorrect temperature, and some were demanding they be packed up to go, all because we had taken too long. Now, as a side note, the steaks were correct by restaurant standards, and the kitchen confirmed that the steaks were at the right temperature. Now, keep in mind, even though they started 45 minutes late, their contract was for 3 hours. They had another 45 minutes after the entrees at least. Their servers did the best they could, but two people can only satisfy 13 individual demands so quickly and they split another couple tables that also needed help. Once their anger escalated, our front of house manager went to talk with them just to try and smooth things over and try and assist with the service in general. But the organizer absolutely blew up at her. The front of house manager is a small woman, maybe about 5'6 in general, and being screamed at by a very large, very drunk, grown man who was getting in her face with very aggressive body language, honestly could probably shake up just about anybody. The front of house manager normally takes absolutely no garbage from anybody and will not hesitate to remove a very problematic guest, but most of the party was still there, and he was particularly very physically imposing. So I respect her courage for staying in that situation and preventing things from getting physical. However, the drunk jerk had no intention of de-escalating. When the front of house manager refused to comp the bill, stating that she'd be happy to recook incorrect entrees, 
and pack up any leftover food if they promised to wait outside the restaurant, this entitled drunk jerk very quickly turned around and pulled the tablecloth off the table like some awful magic trick. Now here's the thing, almost all the dishes and many of the entrees and the sides were all still on the table. Glasses and place settings still on the table as well. I mean, one of the tables fell over and tore the carpet, as well as getting stained by cocktails and wines. The crash that we heard was so loud and it seriously scared me. And it was right about here that the front of house called the police. Now thankfully, because we are in a busy entertainment district, we have a dedicated police department literally next door. They were here in less than two minutes to handcuff the guy and escort everybody out of the restaurant. This entitled jerk was charged with felony vandalism, public intoxication, and assault. When he signed the contract, he put a credit card on file, so he was charged the full amount before any comps and later billed for the damages. I was in shock that somebody could behave like this, and never in my professional job or in my real life have I ever heard of somebody going this crazy and becoming this unhinged. Now, for the servers taking care of the table, it was very traumatizing and a harrowing experience for them. But honestly, at least we all can laugh about it in hindsight. I don't think anybody working there had ever seen something so crazy, and I would not have believed it myself had I not seen the damage firsthand. Wow, that is seriously a scary situation. First of all, these people were completely out of line. They clearly pre-gamed this entire situation and decided, yeah, let's get drunk before we get drunk. That's a good idea. And for the type of restaurant that this place clearly seems to be, it really seems like this is a fancy sit-down restaurant where you have to literally sign a contract just to show up. Like, this is serious business. They need to show up on time and show some respect. Like, the way they were acting before even showing up to the restaurant and just getting drunk ahead of time and completely wasted, that was so inappropriate and there was no reason to do that. And I'm willing to bet that they probably knew the kind of people they were when they were under the influence. Like, I'm really not convinced that this is an isolated incident or anything like that because from the sounds of it, these people kind of suck. And it's so unfortunate that the servers and everyone at this restaurant had to deal with their childish behavior. So honestly, good for the front of house manager for calling the police and putting this guy in his place. According to the original poster, with all things considered, especially with the bill and the damages, this guy paid a little over $2,300, including the bill for the night and all of the damages. And hopefully after having this awful experience, you never have to deal with anybody like that ever again. If you like Am I the Jerk, you're probably going to love Am I the Genius. Check it out, link down below in the description. Also, go to amithejerk.com slash submit if you would like to submit your own stories. My entitled neighbor leaves a note on my car every single week complaining because I'm parking my car in front of their house despite the fact that I have every right to do so. And I'm simply so annoyed because I get a note from them every single week. Here's what happened. So I live in an apartment building with no parking so I have no choice but to park on the street. My street also has a school on it that prohibits parking on its side from Monday through Friday all the way until 6pm. The other side of the street has 2 hour parking even for permit holders so in total there's about 7 spots on my block where permit holders can leave their cars and also the entire area is permit parking only which I thankfully have. Now because of this I can never get a spot on my block and I have to park one block down which is still in the same permit zone. This area is all houses and each one has a driveway. I typically don't use my car every day but never go without it for long stretches until I'm traveling. It's also a parking violation here to leave your car in one spot for longer than 72 hours, which apparently some people take very seriously. Recently, one of my neighbors has been leaving
leaving a note on my car every single week. This is not an exaggeration too, by the way. I've gotten four notes in the last four weeks, citing the above parking code, even if my car has only been there for less than two days. The note always says that I can't leave my car in one spot for multiple days, even though technically I have 72 hours. I always ignore the note, because even if I do get reported, which I'm sure I have been at this point, someone from the city comes out the next day for an inspection, and then monitors the vehicle for the next 72 hours to see if it's still there. This law is really to prevent abandoned vehicles, not for people getting upset about cars parked in front of their houses for multiple days. The hilarious part about this is that the note goes on to say how disrespectful it is to your neighbors just to leave your cars parked in front of their houses. But then again, constantly leaving notes on cars is totally respectful, right? I mean, this has been going on for months, but this was the first time I got four notes in a row. And right now, I'm going for the high score. I know it's a law, and I rarely leave my car parked in one spot for longer than three days, never more than a week unless I'm traveling, in which case I just leave it at the office to avoid street sweeping. Also, my car isn't old, dirty, or looks abandoned. This entitled neighbor in question just simply has nothing better to do with their life. Yeah, that's really unfortunate. You can tell that they're just a busybody, and they clearly want to get up in other people's business. They're acting as if you abandon your car, even though you're not doing that, and you have every right to sit it there for, what, three days at least? They just don't like the fact that anyone's parking in front of their house. They probably have this weird entitlement about who parks in front of their house, and they probably think they own that spot in front of it. But newsflash, entitled neighbor, you don't own anything on the street. The original poster has every right to park there, and hopefully one of these days you catch them in the act, and you're able to give them a piece of your mind. Today, I messed up by accusing my boyfriend of cheating when he goes out to California next week. But once I found out he was actually visiting a fallen soldier he used to know, I'm now completely heartbroken, and I seriously don't know what to do. So I've been dating my boyfriend for a little under a year now. We moved in together into a small house near his hometown, and recently he told me of a yearly tradition that he does. He goes to California on the same date every year for a few days. I asked what for, and he suddenly changed the subject by inviting me, but I had work that week, so I declined. I knew he was a former Marine and was stationed over there, so I just assumed it was to visit some old Marine buddies or just for the nostalgia or something like that. The problem came into play when a few days later he was cooking and had his phone on the charger in the other room that I was in. I saw he got a text from a name that I didn't know. It was locked behind the screen, and I'm a little ashamed to admit this, but I figured out his password a while ago without him knowing. It wasn't a sinister plot or anything like that. He's just very predictable. Now, before you call me a jerk for snooping around on his phone, I've had bad relationships before where I thought I trusted a man with all my heart only to then be cheated on. So my worries got the best of me and I started snooping. The text message told my boyfriend to bring cases of a beer that was a preferred brand of a woman that I'd never heard of. This immediately set off alarm bells in my head. Why would he be bringing a girl's favorite beer on a vacation that he refuses to tell me about? I closed his phone and pretended that I didn't see it. I went to some work friends for advice and all three of them convinced me it was a romantic getaway and he was blatantly cheating on me. After that, my anxiety flares up and I was a complete mess. I thought he was the one, while also thinking, how could he do this to me? So I went home early, deciding to have this big, dramatic confrontation. I wanted to yell and scream at him, but I had read a lot of these stories online before, so I felt I had a plan to ease into it and catch him in a corner. I came home, and he was in the backyard fixing a fallen fence post. I asked him to come inside, and he told me he would be there in a second. I then told him in a stern voice to come right now. I heard him drop the wood plank and start running inside. He must 
must have assumed I was hurt or something like that because he got inside and asked me what was wrong. And the following conversation went something like this. I looked at him and I said, I know you're cheating on me. He just looked at me dumbfounded and started to chuckle a bit, assuming it was a joke of some kind. I then started crying and just breaking down. And it was then that he realized I was serious. So he then came over trying to comfort me. But I swatted him away. He looked genuinely hurt and just backed up a bit. He then asked me, what gave you the idea that I'm cheating on you? I then said to him, look, I know about the girl that you're getting beer for. You're going to go see her next week, aren't you? He then said that yes, he is seeing her next week, which completely broke me. He just admitted to it. So when he said that, I started crying even harder. He then reached into his wallet, pulled out a picture and showed it to me. He said, that's the person I'm seeing next week. And then he said the name that I thought belonged to a woman, but instead it actually belonged to a man. I was completely wrong. The picture was of my boyfriend and another man, both in uniform and armor, one arm wrapped around each other's shoulder, and both their other hands were holding a rifle. I knew this picture. I saw it in a memorial post from a friend of my boyfriend. He passed away while they were in the military together. I realized what I did, and all I could do was sob even more. We were both on the kitchen floor, and I'm sobbing my eyes out, and he's trying his best to hold me together, while explaining that he goes back to the base every year to clean a memorial cross and drop a six-pack of beer for his friend. And all the while, I'm just apologizing in between sobs. It's been two days and I can tell it affected him, but he simply won't admit it. He is a very stoic guy and doesn't speak about his emotions and has always prioritized other people over himself. He insists that he's fine and he's sorry he wasn't more clear about his trip, but I know my boyfriend. If he was really okay, he'd be cracking jokes and being a witty jerk by now, but he's not doing any of that. I've tried talking about it with him, but he always finds ways to shut me down or shift the conversation politely. I desperately want to fix this because I feel awful. I have some vacation days saved up, so I could take them on short notice and go with him to show my support, but I'm afraid he would take that as a lack of trust. I don't want to lose the man I love just because I jumped to conclusions. He knows about my past and understands my feelings. He's always tried to accommodate me, and I think this was the first time that he didn't tell me exactly where and why he was going when I asked him. Just like I understand his feelings. I mean, I don't surprise him. I let him know when I come home. I comfort him when he wakes up from his nighttime terrors. We both have things in our past that the both of us have tried to help each other work through. But I don't want to sound like I'm trying to justify my lack of trust. He gave me everything and I couldn't even give him my trust in this one moment. Yeah, that's a massive mess up. Seriously, talk about missing all the clues that know he is not cheating. First of all, if he was really cheating on you, why on earth would he invite you to come along? He literally said, hey, come with me to California. It's going to be fun. Do you really think he would invite you on this trip if he was actively cheating on you with someone he was going to see? You would then potentially see this person as well. Instead of asking him about the person's name who you snooped around and saw, you decided, ooh, I'm going to catch you in a corner. Like that was unbelievably toxic and there was no reason for that. And sure, I get it. You were cheated on previously, but for you to jump to a conclusion like this and try and pin this on your boyfriend when he definitely didn't do anything, not to mention all the other accommodations that he actively makes to make you feel comfortable, really does make you a massive jerk in this situation. And sure, you thought the name belonged to a woman, and it might be one of those ambiguous names that can be used for a man or a woman, but honestly, the way you went about doing this was incredibly awful. The first thing you said when he came into the house was, oh, I know you're cheating. You didn't ask him what he was doing in California. You didn't try and get more information about what was happening. You just jumped right into accusing him, all because 
because of an awful situation that you made up in your head. Also, you really should ditch your friends. Your friends almost ruin your relationship. They literally convince you, oh man, he's definitely cheating. And instead of talking to, you know, your boyfriend about it, you believed your idiotic friends who clearly don't know what they're talking about. And so here you are on the kitchen floor crying about this, and he's the one that has to comfort you, despite the fact that you probably really hurt his feelings. I mean, with the way you acted and the accusation you so willingly placed upon him, I don't blame your boyfriend for trying to change the subject. Like, you can't be the person who makes the accusation and then play the victim when you get called out and proven wrong. So yes, I think this was a massive mess up on your part, and hopefully you never do anything like this again, because your boyfriend does not deserve this. And if you had just asked him honestly about what happened, this literally all could have been avoided. Am I the jerk for blowing up at my boyfriend after he finished off an entire tub of sour cream in one day? Here's what happened. So first off, I want to say that I feel absolutely ridiculous posting this here, but I am literally crying about this, and I'm wondering if I'm crazy overreacting. As with everyone in the United States, grocery prices in my area are astronomical, and I've had to completely change the way I budget for food. I have to be aware of every penny I spend in order to get the most of my money when it comes to the food. Every week I have a grocery budget. I plan out all my meals, as well as what I get for the week and what we have. I do not do extra grocery runs during the week unless it's absolutely necessary, and this will be important later on. My boyfriend pays for about 30% of the groceries, and I pay about 70% because he pays more for utilities, so it kind of evens out in the end. However, I always tell him, if he wants additional food or anything like that, or maybe he's still hungry or something along those lines, then he himself can go and get it for himself. Also, keep in mind we are not portion restricted. Well, I bought a standard size tub of sour cream, and it was supposed to be used in three different meals that week, and I told him this ahead of time. Well, I came home today ready to make dinner, and it was gone. Not even used for one of the meals that I had planned. He just snacked on it throughout the day, and admittedly, I blew up and started crying, asking him why he would do that when he knows that I was supposed to use it for several meals. I try so hard to budget and save money, and I feel like he just doesn't care in the slightest. I told him he can either buy a new tub of sour cream, or I'm not cooking for the rest of the week. I told him it's a matter of respect, but he thinks it's no big deal, and I could just go get a new tub if I really want it. And he is now making a point of saying I should be the one to get it instead of him, despite the fact that he's the one that ate it all. He says I'm being dramatic for crying over sour cream, and I know it's not super expensive, it's like, what, three bucks in my area? But honestly, it's about the principle of the matter. I'm just so upset that he can't respect what I'm trying to do. And honestly, this is not about the sour cream. It's simply about being disrespected. So am I the jerk in this situation? What should I do? Your boyfriend is being a massive jerk right now. There is no reason for him to talk to you like that in the slightest. First and foremost, in my opinion, this absolutely falls on him. He should be the one to get up off of his butt and go to the store and replace the sour cream that he ate in one day. Like, this guy seriously just plowed through the entire tub of sour cream. Like, why would he do that? He knows you're very particular about your grocery shopping. He has to know at this point that you have a grocery budget, that you plan out your entire week very meticulously so that you can properly budget what you are and are not going to eat throughout the week. So for him to just take away one of your key ingredients like that, that seriously can mess up the entire week for you. And no, I don't think you're being overdramatic at all. You're already stressed out of your mind trying to pinch every penny that you have, and then he comes along and completely disrespects that process. Like, you spent so much time planning this out and really trying to understand what you want to eat for the week. You had a solid game plan going, and then your boyfriend comes 
person and just ruins the entire thing. And then when he's confronted about it, he acts like it's your fault and it's something that you should take care of. And that is honestly mind-blowing to me. So no, you are not the jerk in this situation. Your boyfriend is being irrational and so immature. If he really cared, he would go and get the $3 tub of sour cream and just replace it like an adult. But instead, he's acting like a child. And that, in my opinion, is so unfortunate. Thanks for watching. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications so you never miss a video. To finish listening to all the stories, check out the playlist at the top of the description. And if you want some vibey music to put on in the background, check out Easy Mode. If you like Am I the Jerk, check out Am I the Genius. Everything will be linked in the description.